Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am His podcast. If this is your first time listening, the purpose of I Am His is to establish your true identity in Christ by discussing real-life topics from a Christian perspective. I am your host, Madison Baldra, and I'm so thankful you decided to listen in today. I do want to mention that if at any point you have any topic suggestions, questions for me, or prayer requests, send me an email at IamHisPodcast at gmail.com. And also make sure to head on over to Instagram and follow our podcast account at IamHis underscore podcast. There you will find encouraging posts throughout the week as well as updates and reminders for upcoming podcasts. So make sure you go and check that out. Okay, so let's get into the good stuff. So today I will work to answer three common questions about fearing the Lord and what that looks like as Christians. Now, I'm not going to lie, this was a super tough topic to tackle. So because I knew I couldn't do it alone, I reached out to my sweet, sweet grandpa for further help. Now, Grandpa was a pastor for the Christian and Missionary Alliance denomination for 30 years. Before that, he went to St. Paul Bible College for seminary, which, fun fact, makes me the third generation attendee of what is now Crown College. So thank you, Grandpa, for helping me understand our topic in a deeper and more biblical way. I couldn't have done it without you. So I do want to say one quick disclaimer before we begin. If you are curious to go deeper into the subject, I encourage you to dig into what the Bible says about fearing the Lord. Because it is such a complex topic, I only chose a few common points to touch on so we can begin to understand fearing the Lord a little better, though there is always so much more to learn. But for now, let's open our time in prayer and then we will jump into the first question. So, dear Lord, I thank you for this time we're able to spend together learning more about you and what it looks like to fear you. God, I pray that you will open the hearts and minds of the listeners to what you have for them, and I pray that you will make me a vessel of your word. God, I pray health and joy over the the listeners and their family members during a crazy time that we're facing in the world today, and I just pray for a wonderful rest of the day fulfilled with focus and motivation so we can be productive and serve you better. We love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the first question we're going to tackle today is what does it mean to fear the Lord? Well, thanks to the help of my grandparents, we found an amazing article written by Johanna Riarden about that very question, what does it mean to fear the Lord? The first sentence in the article says, I often hear people explain the fear of the Lord as a mere respect or reverence, but the Bible uses the word fear at least 300 times in reference to God. So we make a mistake when we downplay it. Now you might be wondering how fearing the Lord is any different from your fear of the dark or fear of snakes or fear of dying alone. Now, I don't know about you, but those things are terrifying to me. So why would I ever want to have that feeling towards my God? That being said, the simple answer to fearing God is not being afraid of him. It's not the same fear we feel towards those other things. 
In fact, there is nothing to be afraid of at all when it comes to our Creator. Fearing the Lord means to be in complete awe and reverence of His mighty power. Now, I'll say that again. Fearing the Lord means to be in complete awe and reverence of His mighty power. Now, let's pause for a second and back up to the word fear. The word fear is funny because we think of it as being frightened, yet in this type of fear, it is about his amazing and awesome power. Another way to look at fearing the Lord would be from Proverbs 1-7, which says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. I'm going to read that one more time because I think it's such an important verse for this topic. It's Proverbs 1-7, and it says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Now, this brings me to question two, which is how can I both fear and love the Lord? Now, with this question, I do want to start off by reminding you that fearing the Lord does not mean to be afraid of him. That's not what it means at all. It means to have an overwhelming amount of respect for him. Similar to a father-son or father-daughter relationship. Do you have any of those moments that you can think of with your parents or mentors in your life? A time that you really respected them and looked up to that person? Something that pops into my mind is my dad's forgiveness for people who have hurt him in the past. When my dad was growing up, his father was an alcoholic and was abusive to his whole family. And he lived in that broken home because of the choices his dad made. I don't know about you, but I feel like it would be really easy to hold a grudge towards him. But my dad chose to forgive him and love him through it. Now, since then, my dad was saved and has worked so hard to raise and cultivate a healthy family and a happy lifestyle for my mom, sister, and me so we wouldn't have to experience anything he did. Recently, however, he found out that his dad was in the hospital and needed to move to a nursing home for further care. Now, immediately following that phone call, my dad made multiple plans to take trips to the other side of Minnesota to make sure his dad was being cared for and felt loved. Now, I respect my dad so much for that because having such horrible memories with a person doesn't exactly make me want to go and support them. But without a doubt in his mind, he decided to show the love of Jesus to his dad, even though he had never felt that in return. I was able to tag along on one of these trips to meet my grandpa for the first time that I can actually remember. And it just gave me a new understanding and respect for my dad. Seeing how he interacted with my grandpa, even though to this day, he seemed completely uninterested. Now, on a different level, being in complete awe and reverence of the Lord means that you will have a greater understanding, respect, and love for him, just like I had a greater understanding and respect for my dad when I saw him leading by example on what it looks like to forgive and love his father even through a tough time. 
Now, in another analogy, I like to think of it as the domino effect. If you strategically place each domino before the next, it will eventually make one long train that if you tap the first domino, it will fall over and they will all follow suit. In the same way, if we fear the Lord, we will then learn to love him more deeply than ever before. So this brings me to the third and final question, which is what would fearing the Lord on a day-to-day basis look like? Now, going back to that article by Johanna Riarden, she has a list of things that we can do practically each and every day to practice fearing the Lord. So I starred nine of them and I will share them with you. So the first one is choose to fear the Lord. You have a choice and are not in bondage to sinful desires. Love what God loves and hate what he hates. Learn to hate evil. Over time, your emotions will line up with your spirit. The second one is to fear the Lord is to hate evil. And that is referencing Proverbs 8.13, which you can go check out in your Bible. The third one is be aware of God's presence during the day. Learn to practice his presence. Speak to God all throughout the day with little phrases like, Jesus, I love you. I stand in awe of your greatness. Thank you for being so good. The fourth one is learn to trust the Lord daily. When you are fearful, confess it as a sin and ask God to help you to walk in his peace. He is your refuge. Number five is highly value and respect the Bible. Know that the Bible is under attack in the sinful world we live in and make a personal commitment to stand on God's truth. Take time for Bible reading and studying each day. Number six is worship God during the day. Study the attributes of God in his word and worship him through his word. Sing and proclaim his attributes over your life. When people in the Bible encountered God, they responded in deep reverence and submission. Let worship permeate your life. Number seven is welcome and embrace God's discipline. Don't run from God's refining fire. He is a loving God and deals with us as sons and daughters. Though it may be painful to be disciplined, afterwards it yields to a peaceful fruit of righteousness, according to Hebrews 12, 11. Now, that one is a little scary for me. I don't know about you, but sometimes the word discipline just freaks me out a little bit, but It says to welcome and embrace his discipline because that's how we learn and grow as Christians. So moving forward to number eight, it says avoid circumstances that are not of God. So proactively look at what circumstances lead you into sinful thinking and sinful actions. And a few examples she lists here are, is it the internet? Is it movies? Is it bad relationships? So go the way of righteousness. Walk in the path of righteousness. And last but not least, number nine says, repent of any personal sin that God reveals to you. Live a repentant lifestyle daily. 
And you can see David's example in Psalms 51, 4 through 10 to see a biblical example of what that might look like. So I encourage you to walk in a renewed fear, which is awe and reverence of the Lord that is worthy of the gospel. I'm going to say that one more time because it's so important. I encourage you to walk in a renewed fear of the Lord that is worthy of the gospel. Now, a few passages from the Bible to help us put this into work is from, first of all, from Ephesians 4, 1, which is written from Paul from a prison in Rome. And he says, Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. And we will move forward to Colossians 1.10, which says, Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. And then we will hop forward to 1 Thessalonians 2.12, which reads, We pleaded with you encouraged you and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy, for he called you to share in his kingdom and glory. Guys, God wants us to obey him, and he wants us to choose his plan for our lives every single day. In closing, if you take just one thing away from this podcast, let it be that we are not to be afraid of our God. We are to respect him and be in awe of his amazing power. Now, I know that this was a big topic and it was a lot of information to digest, but I encourage you to actively step into fearing the Lord in your everyday life. Now, I will link the article I worked off of today in the description box, so be sure to check that out if you want to go into deeper explanation, but also run any information you receive through the Bible to see what God says about that topic. Again, if you have any questions, suggestions, or prayer requests for me, please email me at IamHisPodcast at gmail.com and go follow IamHis underscore podcast on Instagram for updates, reminders, and encouragement throughout the week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on the I Am His Podcast. I pray you have a wonderful week and always remember who you belong to. Thank you.